Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. We are here. This is episode 14. I do it for hip hop podcast. SoundCloud, DJ Bugsy215, iTunes, Google Play. Get familiar with this podcast. It's only episode 14. And we have a special guest in the building coming straight out of VA, Richmond to be exact. It's New Erinus. Hey, what's up, people, man? How you living? How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm blessed, man. I can't complain. Listen, welcome to a Do for Hip Hop podcast, bro. I appreciate, you know, your team reaching out to me. We was following each other on Twitter. So shout out to my friend, colleague. She seen my movement. She seen what I was doing. She like, yo, you got to get on this podcast. So like I said, I appreciate y'all coming from Richmond, man. You know, I'm trying to get that Richmond market, bro. So, man, thank you for having me, for real. Oh, oh, no doubt. No doubt. So before we get into this podcast, I, I went back. I tuned into your music. You know, I see that success is what you aiming for and your projects. You got your trilogy going on. So I want you to talk about the success trilogy and what made you want to keep everything Align with that word success Um, Well one thing I think is like I'm really big on Speaking things into existence So I feel like Mm -hmm. If you put it out In the universe The more you put it out In the universe It's going to come back to you Uh, Originally it was just Fan of success And it was pretty much Just like Mm -hmm. Looking from the outside In on the things That I thought success was The things that I thought I wanted um, Or what I envisioned It to to be So it wasn't meant To be a trilogy When I first started it Mm -hmm. But then As I'm moving like things start happening and it's like the next project has to be called success story just because fantasy success is, like I said is the things I'm looking at from the outside in okay. the success story is like yo this is now I'm going through it and it's like I want it to be like documented to where right. when I finish with this last album successful I want you to be able to listen to the first album and see what I thought it was see what I went through to get there and then see the culmination of it at the end okay yeah, I like that and my favorite song on success story is dreams word, word. and it blew my mind bro because you talked about racism you talked about oj kobe and you also talking about we want to be balling but we can't buy arenas can you elaborate on your mindset and your space and what got you in that space when you was in a recording process um it was right around the time that like um it almost seemed like every week it was like a like a weekly episode of like black men dying for no reason other than being black really is what it seems like right. and it's just like um i feel like as as an artist like i feel like god gave me a voice and i feel like if i don't use that voice it's cool to make like party songs and it's cool to do mm-hmm. things like that but you have a responsibility no exactly. matter like what your talent is if you was given one you have a you have a, a responsibility to speak on things that's going on Absolutely. and so dreams to me was just like me just letting out everything that I had like on my mind at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was I think it was due and it was perfect for the climate and everything that was going on. Right. And um, that's just how I felt. Right. So you being from Richmond, Virginia, you was actually I mean not too long ago in Charlottesville, Virginia. That was very close to home. How did that whole situation make you feel as a black man in America? Um, well, I'm actually from Fredericksburg, Virginia, but I'm, I moved to Richmond uh, a few years back. Okay. Um, it didn't really make me feel no different than how I feel on a regular day, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, but, but I mean, yeah. it was more kind of like, 
we already know about you know Trayvon Martin. Right. We know about Sandra Bland. But that to me was on another level because you asked, it was like seeing stuff from the sixties. You had people with the torches out. I mean, it was on, it was like a movie. Yeah, it's built. It's been built into that though. Once you put somebody in, it's they've been there. You know right. what I'm saying? It, now it's just like you see them because we have a person in the office that is pushing that narrative. Right. But they've been there. You know what I mean? That's especially yeah. in Virginia in that area. Right. That it's like that is just unspoken. The only difference now is mm -hmm. they feel like they have the authority to come out there with the torches and right. things like that. So when I see that on the news, it's not like I'm not I'm not surprised by it because that's how I think that's how a lot of them feel. Mm -hmm. They you just put the battery in it back. Mm. Yeah. That's deep. I can respect that. Now, you from VA, bro, but DMV is popping, and I, I got to give respect to artists like Awale, to Los, you know, Shot Glizzy, but they, the, the list came out. What is your feelings on the list? Do you feel like you should be in that top 20? I, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, so Shot Glizzy's number one. That's cool. I, I feel like... Um, I don't really care about lists, man. Like, yeah. I, I just got to put the work in. Like, right. I, I don't want anything for the moment. Like, when, I, when I'm finished, I want to be a legend. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. if I'm not on the Mount Rushmore, right. I don't... A list is cool, and it's cool to get that recognition, and I'm all about that. But okay. my journey is not, is not over. So, whether I'm on the list or not, it don't really make a difference. But the culture, I do think that mm -hmm. um, the DMV list, a lot of times, is based off of... Very northern Virginia, okay, and DC and and uh, and Maryland, okay. Because like below, I would say below like Alexandria, which is kind of like the top of Virginia. Mm -hmm. They don't, you don't really see a lot of Virginia artists below that right. get on those lists and things okay. like that. Okay, and you also had another song too, um, Inspiration, and, right. and I heard that Faith Evans sample, bro, and it blew my mind. <laughs> it was clean. <laughs> Listen, bro. So, are you a fan of the '90s uh, kind of like? Because I yeah. I heard a lot of those tempos in your projects, bro. So I wanted you to get into the R&B and like adding those '90 tempos in your music. Yeah, I'm a sucker for samples, man. Like the, the '90s, like right. I just feel like that was the best era of not just music, mm -hmm. like when it comes to hip hop, but creativity. Okay. Nobody sounded like the next person. Everybody wanted to pop out with their own style. You had Lauren Hills, Big Puns, Busta Rhymes, Missy Elliott's. Yep. There's so many different um even the girl groups, like the girl groups, like you could tell the difference between SWV and Escape. And you like you knew. Absolutely. And so I think now I like those, I just like melodic. If I could sing, which I can't, but if I could, <laughs> you would never hear me rap. I would really? just be, I, yeah, yeah. I love rapping. I love the talent of rapping. Okay. But like my. Your core. Yeah, in my head, I think I can sing, but I can't though. But. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, bro. Cause that kind of like, kind of like in, influenced my next question to a certain extent. Who had the most impact in this era, Drake or Kendrick Lamar? Um, <laughs> and we won't get into the singing because I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I would I would say uh, I would say Drake, but I would say musically I'm more of a fan of Kendrick. But as far as impact, because Drake was able to do 
he was able to have the buzz for his first core project without actually having a, like he had the young money back him, but he hadn't right. really signed to anybody when he dropped it. And exactly. he was kind of the first of that group of people that was building their presence mm -hmm. and having that notoriety and then dropping an album without having to necessarily need a label to do it. Right. And I think that without, with the beginning of Drake, I think that sparked the chances, the mm -hmm. people who are now on this independent wave where they don't want to sign right. to a, a label. Okay. Well, who do you think had more classics? Oh, Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick? Yeah. You don't think they neck and neck? No, 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 no. But uh, what, what's, so what's Kendrick's classics then? If you're um, saying classics, what, what is his classics? <laughs> uh, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Of course. Uh, classic. Um, to Pimp a Butterfly, depending on who you ask. Right. Um, Section 88. Right? Section 88. Um, damn. Was Damn a classic? Nah. No? I don't think so. I think what's, see, what's, what is I missing? I think, man, so I don't know. I'm not like <laughs> between the two. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not a huge, I'm not huge on Kendrick. Right. Between the two, I would prefer Kendrick. Okay. But I'm not huge on Kendrick. I feel like, um, right. I feel like he's a great lyricist, but it never like, it doesn't draw me in. Right. Like him, his, his music right. personally. But Would Drake um, draw you in? Drake makes, I think, better better songs right like like you know what i mean like yeah. he's not the better rapper but he makes better songs but okay. i think the only we throw the word classic out i was listening to get rich or die trying on the way up here just thinking about like what a classic album that's a classic. used used to be yeah but um i think take care is probably drake's only classic album everything out what about I, so far gone <laughs> yeah the thing about drake is like i feel like drake been giving you the same same songs for Okay. Ever. You know what I he mean? He don't switch up. Yeah, and you don't know nothing more about Drake than you did when he first came out. But do you feel like he's a multi-layered artist? Just like you said, if you could sing, you would. So he does both. So does he get an edge because he's able to kind of like, quote unquote, do, do both, but he really doesn't to me because I come from a different era when it comes to singers. So it's not like he's a Lauryn Hill, but a lot of people say he's the Mel Lauryn Hill of this era. No. No. no? Nah. I, I mean, just because some people say LeBron can play football. But that don't mean that he's going to be Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you can do both, it doesn't mean that you're great. Like, he, he can right. sing, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. a little bit. And he can rap pretty decently. Okay. Um, on top of the fact, too, like, I know this is like a, like a um, <laughs> I don't know, like a, what you call it, um, faux pas or so, something like that, mm -hmm. um, a taboo. But, like, it's been, like, said that he don't write his own raps. So it's like, at right. that, and I'm, I'm of the, I know like we're in a different generation now where like that doesn't really matter to people. But for me to be a lyricist, like if you don't write your own raps, I don't consider you. So that. when, so let's get to that. So let's get to ghostwriters. And once you're, once you're, once you're exposed, because the way I, the way that the story that I know is that drama exposed the elite because of right. Quentin Miller. And Meek had something to do with that. Right. And then then Drama tweeted about Philly, how Philly is a curse, is always a nigga that's going to fuck the game up. So he basically saying Meek fucked the game up by kind of like letting that be known that it was reference track to Drake. So basically, like, how do you feel about that? Because it, it came out that Kanye West didn't write Jesus Walks. That's true. So, the so Travis Scott was behind Kanye West. So it's like, well, where do we put Kanye West then? Well, I don't, I don't count him as like a, 
Here's the thing, like. Okay, you don't count that Kanye, huh? <laughs> I don't count him as like a lyricist. Like, I'm not gonna be like Kanye, because you know, it's, a lot of that is Saha. A lot of that is like right. lyricists behind him. I count Saha up there, but it's like mm-hmm. the thing about ghostwriting is if, like, Dr. Dre had a ghostwriter, Diddy okay. had a ghostwriter, Kanye okay. has a ghostwriter, but none of them ever come out and like and say to you, "I'm the number one rapper in the industry," and this is like. This is my game. This is my platform. I'm that guy. Okay. Drake has clearly made it noted, noted that like he's that guy. He's not letting you think that he has anybody writing for him. He is telling you this is this is what I'm doing. And so that's different. If it was just like Diddy would tell you, mm-hmm. don't ask me if I write rhymes. I write right. checks. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like he's he's accepting like Kanye to an extent too. So it's like I don't I don't throw like a like a black cloud on them because they're not trying to be that person like it's like like think about if Kendrick came out and was like that would blow my mind you know what I mean so that would blow my mind and but the thing too bro about that whole Drake situation Drake had an interview after all this stuff and he said it's all bullshit besides the reference track he was like yeah Quentin Miller helped me with that but all that other shit take care so far going ain't nobody helped me write that and I believe him I don't believe nobody helped write that stuff I don't that's what I don't like I don't I, <laughs> like, I, I look sorry, at like I don't care <laughs> I know that there's a lot of credits On a lot mm-hmm. of his projects I know right. the, the weekend was like Very impactful On a Take Care album And Party Next Door Was very impactful On the album after that And it's just like You see the people In his camp That sound a lot Like him Exactly And it's like I don't know if that's Influence or how that works You know what I mean But hey it, Like that's just how I look at it. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't see that coming. I, I have yet to hear, hear anybody come out and say, Kendrick don't write his raps, or Cole don't write his own raps, or Chance right. don't write his own raps. Right. It seems to just be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, that shit crazy. So, I want to go a little bit back, man. Backtrack a little bit. So, what was your childhood growing like? Like, when did you say to yourself... I want to do hip hop. I want to actually be an artist. When did you? When did it hit you? What artist inspired you to want to pick up a pen and pin up a rap? Uh, Jay. The first the first album mm-hmm. I ever like sat down and listened to mm-hmm. uh, was Life and Times of Sean Carter. Oh yes. Um, and um, yes, please talk. Yeah, about it. And from there it was just like my brother. My brother's ten years older than me, so he he was born uh, in 1980. So. Um, his he was he was big on like '90s rappers and things like that. So all I right. ever heard mm-hmm. when it came from music was uh, the Nas's, the Big L's, the Big Puns, Jays, Jay the Kisses, the okay. all, all those people from that era. And I and I mm-hmm. started listening to music right around the time when Biggie passed and Pac passed. Okay. And it was that it was that period where everybody was trying to come for that spot. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know the exact moment. It's it's a bunch of different things that played into it. I know okay. like. We used to we used to be on the bus and you know you used to run the dozens and you used to like mm-hmm. rap battle each other and then it so you was in rap battles I was in like like when I was young I started okay. rapping when I was nine really so like yeah, yeah I've been rapping for a long time and okay. so like I would do it I would only rap battle because I didn't know how to write verses like I didn't know <laughs> and I didn't know I wasn't in pocket either like somebody right. told me one day I was playing a song from they're like you're not in pocket I said what's a, what's a pocket what does that mean? Right. And so uh, so mm-hmm. I picked it up. But I got yeah. out of, like, battle rapping mm-hmm. simply just because, like, I feel like um, 
it takes like a strong willed person to let somebody like stand in front of you right. and like be like this close right. to your face and the, like, I don't do I don't do that. I'd rather yeah. just make songs. Okay. So let me ask you a question. So you say battle rap. So who is your who is the poster child in Virginia or the DMV for battle rap? Because I, I know y'all culture, but I don't know y'all culture. Like I don't cause I know every city has something mm-hmm. that they're known for. Like Philly is known for Cassidy. You know, right. New York is known for murder mook and surf. Like, who is y'all go-to guy? Because I never really seen y'all in battles on URL or Smack DVDs or anything like that. Do y'all, is that y'all culture in the DMV in Virginia? Yeah, there's actually a battle uh, league going on tomorrow night um, oh, okay. in Richmond. So this it's a heavy thing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I mean, I would say Nicholas F. Nicholas um, F. As far okay. as I've heard. Um, he fire. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's dropped projects for a long time. Okay. Um, but him, there's a dude named uh, Radio B. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big, it's a big culture, and it, the good thing about it too is they pick up like artists that aren't battle rappers, like specifically, mm-hmm. and they get them into the battle ring. Would like, you ever they, do it? It's not really like I'm yeah, not really, inter- yeah, I'm not really interested. I like making music about like right. my life, things that I've gone through, right. and things like that. I don't really. I, I don't have 15 gun bars for you. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't have it for you. Yeah. Do you critique yourself? Because I always wonder, no, like some artists feel like when they make music, they don't want to hear it. Like especially artists like a Kanye West or a Jay, they don't want to hear what they made. They feel like it's art. Let it let the let the people hear. Let the people do their thing. And that's it. How are you? Do you critique your your work, your art? Yeah. Do you I, go back and listen to it like I should have did this differently in this trilogy? What would you had done differently? Oh, man, I. I jumped out the window on the fan of success with a lot of trying to catch the radio songs. Mm. Like, I, like it was a lot of just like trying to jump out of my shell to fit what I thought. And, I, and it goes into, it plays into the fan of success thing. Like, I, this is what I need to be successful type. Okay. Um, I jumped out of pocket a, lo- a lot of it. A mm-hmm. lot of that. A lot album. of the tracks. Mm-hmm. But it was just me finding like what I really wanted to say, you know what I mean? Like, right. Versus like what mm-hmm. I think people want to hear. Okay. Um, Success Story, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think it was a great album. Okay. I think that the, um, it was kind of slow. Okay. So I think like I needed more up-tempo mm-hmm. songs, N- not necessarily like different like lyrics or like different song choices as far as okay. like topics, but right. it was slow for me. Right. So like I'm a big perfectionist about mm-hmm. my my lyrics, my sound. I play this. I'll go to the studio, record the song. Okay. I'll ride. The studio's an hour away from my house, so I'll ride from there. It's an hour away. Yeah. So I'll ride back home. Uh, listen, play the song probably like ten times. Then I'll sit. Ask her. I sit in the house. I play the song. Play the song. That play the song. Crazy. Like I don't. I don't. I will. I will never release something to the public that mm-hmm. I feel like is below what I feel Medium. like. I, yeah. What I feel like I should present. And that okay. goes with features too. Like I'm not. I just don't want to put that out there. Mm. That's well. That's cause, and that's even with myself. Like you see how long it took for us to get everything right, together right. before we put you on the mic. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a perfectionist, bro, and I take my crap very seriously. Um, and I'm glad you do the same because I feel like a lot of artists are lazy because of social media, yeah. and they think that they can just post something on Instagram, put the link up, and say I'm I'm platinum. No, nigga, you're not platinum, and you're not streaming. Well, yeah. <laughs> another thing about it too is like it's so easy to record. It's right. so easy for the process. I'm like I've been rapping for a long time, so I remember like mm-hmm. having to take like I used to plug my headphones into my PC and then bring up like the 
acoustic drive on the computer and trying right. to like record and the sound was horrible and then I had to take then I realized I had to get in a studio studio like so a professional so you be do you make your own beats? no nah, no nah, I don't okay nah, I but different. do you you understand the engineering process like do you know how to do your own like if you need to mix something and all that you're not I no. think I could learn it pretty simple like, okay like I've I've sat in front of like an engineer for a long, long time, but okay. I don't know it offhand to be like, let me, let me take it and do it. I, I'm one of those people that are like, I appreciate artists that can do different mm. things like producing. Like J. Cole. And, yeah, yeah, like things like that. And I may mm. get into that one day, but okay. for me, it's like, I want to put 100%. I want to do first. my job. You know what right. I mean? Bill Belichick, I want to do my job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to do my job to the best of my ability type thing. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Bill Belichick because are you, who, who's your team? Are you a Redskins team? Carolina. Oh, so you Cam Newton? Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm Cam Newton, but I'm Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> so you, so, so you with the guy that wants to protect his brands, and then this year he wants to support Colin Kaepernick. Happy birthday to my man Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, happy birthday. Um, he's a he's a legend in his own right. He doesn't need football to be a legend. He just needs a voice. How do you feel about that whole situation and how he's been blackballed in the NFL? I feel like black people don't realize how much power they have. Mm. It's really what it boils down to. Okay. You got uh, a lead that's 70 to 80% African-American. Absolutely. And you have one man who jeopardized his job and his career and his livelihood for all of y'all. Exactly. So when I hear people like Des Bryant say, like, you know what I mean? I'm just coming to get a check. Like, bro, like, he's standing, he's he's taking, taking a knee for right. your check, too. Like, exactly. And if everybody decided, like, yo, I'm not... I'm not playing football today. Right. What are they going? What are they, they going to do? do? You know what I mean? And it, especially that's, after that's the facts. old boy came out and he was like, uh, "We're letting the inmates run the run the prison." That should have oh, been the yeah. last. Oh yeah, that, that should make yeah. you. And the shit that uh, Donald Trump said yep. about being bastards and yeah, Jerry Jones told his people, "If you if you take a knee, I'm benching you," and they still came out and played. But I know it's a big thing where, like, they don't have guaranteed contracts like the NBA does. Mm -hmm. And so when they go out and play, they are playing for, like, an incentive-based contract, and they are playing. So if they don't right. get to play a game, that could make, a, a like, a $500,000 difference. Right. But, yo, man, you're going to be black before this football. You're going to be black after this football, bro. That's so a it's fact. Like, That's a fact, bro. Yeah, I figure out what's more important. Take a knee. Take a damn knee, please. <laughs> I want to change gears a little bit, man, because... I feel like now I want to go to Meek Mill. Now he has to go back to court on Monday Work. for parole violation. And I don't know if you know, but you should know because you're a hip hop artist. Hip hop police are real. This is not nothing that's fake. This is something that's real. It's been going on for since Busta Rhymes was in his prom. Okay, now we're in 2017 and we still got it. Do you feel like when you get success, because you know your trilogy is about success, that you have to move a certain way, especially being under the microscope? And how would you move differently and how you think your friends are going to change you once you reach those success? Um, I don't think my friends are going to change. I, well, first of all, like this is my best friend right here. Besides that, I mean, her and my mom are like, mm. I'm cool. Like I've learned with, okay. with like friends, like anybody right. that if my if my success Changes so my you, friendship. So you feel like you should bet all your money on a woman before a man? A good woman, yeah. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. If, it's, if somebody, like, right. you, you, your relationship is going to be different with your woman than it is going to be with, with your boys. Because there's going to be a lot of conversations that you have with your woman that you don't have 
with your with your boys. Like he's not Don't you're talk. not you're not gonna be. Talk to him. And so um <laughs> and that's the thing, like that's something I learned. Like on that road to success, there's things I learned, man. You mm-hmm. gotta have a good um group of people around you. But as far as like I learned, like, I got in trouble when I was young. Okay. I don't need no more trouble. I don't need to. I don't need to learn to move right. differently. I know what I know what an environment feels like when I shouldn't be in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know Absolutely. when. I know when to get out of dodge. So it's mm-hmm. that for me mm-hmm. isn't really a big situation. I think that with with Meek's situation, this all stems from when he was younger, and apparently, like the the judge that was presiding over his probation mm-hmm. is apparently supposed to be like one of the hardest judges, judges in that area in that area yep. so that's kind of like a burden he got to deal with and he has to move like strict strict and i can't that's the grown man i can't tell him how to, how, to how, he should, how he should act but it's it's hard for people it is it's mm-hmm. a hard to because meek is meek's also one of my favorite rappers by the oh, way for real? yeah so oh all right damn meek, shout out to my man Meek. yeah but meek is one of those people that mm-hmm. he wants to stay he doesn't want to be in the streets but he wants to be other people Right, and so you have to figure out. Yeah, because you yeah, can't be a rapper yeah. by day and then be in the trenches right, at night, because right. that trench going to turn into day. Right. Eventually, you're going to be doing trench more than you're doing rap. Right. And we seen some of that because he started popping pills during the serve. Mm-hmm. He had a dirty yarn, so <clears throat> all that played a part. But he cleared his head. He, I feel like he has matured with the wins and losses project, right. and I feel like that's his pre- best project to date. To me. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Because you you look at these people like the people that you keep. You have to you mm-hmm. like you have to move with people that have their own. There's nothing wrong with having a motive. And you got to move with people that have their own motives and agendas. And, and, and it not based on yours. Exactly. Because people, when you have 30 niggas, excuse me, 30 people. That's cool. 30, 30 think, niggas bro, around you. 30 niggas around you. And their only lane of success is you. Exactly. And your success is moving out here with the rest. You trying to you trying to meet up with Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. But the, but. Jay Z's not trying to meet up with the people that you're hanging around. No, so you got. And that's yeah. why Jay Z gave Beanie Siegel the stiff right. arm when exactly. he had his troubles. He like, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to change you. I'm trying to school you to the game. Facts. I'm giving you the game. I'm giving you the blueprint. Yep. But if you don't want to take it, you know what I mean. You can't make somebody drink something, yep. dog. You can yep. bring them to the world, but you can't make them drink it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, people are gonna do what they're gonna do at the end of the day, and if and if. If, yeah. if they're not doing what's like feasible for you and your career, exactly. you got to move away from them. That's a fact. Yeah. Now, listen, I don't know. Well, I know you've seen it. It's always this one got to go. So I'm going to ask you a question. And I pretty much got the answer. Now that you told me Meek Mill is your favorite rapper, mm-hmm. I already know who's going to have to go. One have to go. Wale, Meek Mill, or Pusha T? <laughs> you said you said you said Meek Wale or Pusha T? Yeah. Wale gotta go, man. Wale? Wale gotta go. Wale, that boy dropping some dope music. Bro. Nah, he not messing with Pusha. Oh no, yeah, he, he not. not messing with. Pusha. But he messing with me. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah, Pusha, Pusha has. No, I'm saying is Wale messing with me? Do you feel like do you feel like that Meek's better than Wale or Wale's better than me? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I relate to Meek more than I relate to Wale. Okay. So like so for somebody that. so for somebody else they may listen to Wale and that may hit them more. I think Wale's ta- talented lyrically. I think Wale feels like he's 
maybe more talented than he thinks. Than yeah, than than the <laughs> the product is, but. Like you know what I mean? He's always complaining, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's always that's, complaining. It's a thing. Every like, interview, Wale complaining. Every Breakfast yeah. Club interview, he's complaining. And it's <laughs> yo, so it's like it's personalities. It's like uh, right. you can't people because people mm -hmm. want your 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 pain. Right. That's why Mary J. Blige. People always like her when she's. Um, when she's single and she's hurt. Right. But they don't want to hear you complain about your pain, especially when you're rich. You know what I'm saying? So every time yeah. Wiley come on a Breakfast Club interview and he's like, woe is me, da da people are like, we ain't trying to hear that. that. You, you, you got it. You got all you money. Gotta, yeah, all you got to do is move with it. And though that yeah. may, be not, may not be the case for him, it turns you off to the, to the personality right. that he may be. Right. You know what I mean? Now, let me ask you this. How do you feel that social media has changed hip-hop? It, has it changed it in a negative light or a positive light? Because now hip-hop artists beef with memes as opposed to going in the <laughs> studio and actually making a song. Like, I don't yeah. like that, bro. I like when someone makes a diss record. Like, when Remy Ma made Sheetha, she went in, she didn't make a meme about Nicki Minaj. She made it later because Nicki Minaj tried to come back with that bullshit ass song, No Frost. But after that, before that, she made the diss, and that was it. It killed her. It was a done deal. Yeah. How do you feel about memes and hip-hop? It's all trash. But, it, but the thing about <laughs> it is, like, what's the point of making a diss record if now the diss record is going to be who has the more popular song-sounding diss record? And that started with the back-to-back -back thing. It's like, mm -hmm. I feel like the, the Meek and O'Melly, when they came back with the response to that, okay. it was hard. But oh, it wasn't so you popular. Feel like, you feel like Meek and O'Melly came back harder than back-to-back? -back? No. I feel like back to back was a better. I feel like it was a better disc record, but I feel like the the consensus is that like mm -hmm. he washed he washed me, and I feel like that's because that song was on the radio and that was more of a catchy song. The more people that hear it, the more people that listen to it. Okay. Now that determines who wins the disc instead of who has the better raps because because okay. going into it you like Meek and Drake. Meek is going to crush him. You seen with, with when Meek did the, uh, the verse over the. Um, uh, the joint we were talking about Kendrick. Yeah. And you were expecting that meek to come out, but right. you, you can't. Now it's like with social media, it's not about what you can do. It's about how you look doing it. And that's right. really what it boils down to. It's that's like, a fact. It's like nobody cares. Like you could bar somebody up to death. But <laughs> yo, if you don't have a picture to go with it, <laughs> like, yo, it's, you, you. That's true, bro. Yeah. And that's sad. That's what's wrong with hip hop. And I and I also feel hip hop style needs to change because right. I'm tired of looking at these rappers and they look like they're in their aunt's closet. Yeah. I don't, you know, I can't get with little Uzi Vert. I can't get with these guys. I understand they're mm -hmm. successful, but I feel like they should have a subgroup. Like they should have an alternative hip hop. Like they should have their own genre. They shouldn't mm -hmm. be considered hip hop. What you think about? Okay. Well, it's a it's a bunch of different things to it. <laughs> I think that there's no there's no leadership in hip hop. There there's we no, go. There's no OGs. There's no people telling you what you can and can't do. Was like I it mean, was before, right? So it's like, and because you're mainly based off of the internet, you you could rap, have a hit song. You might not ever have to meet anybody in your life. You know That's what I mean? Fact. Like until you go, you may go to a war show, go to a security, leave with your security, go back to wherever you at, and you don't see these people. You live on the internet, so mm -hmm. I think a lot of times before people had to actually be who they said they were because you knew that everybody that you were in competition with was going to be at the same places. Mm -hmm. Y'all probably going to be friends with the same people, yeah. and you gonna have to and you gonna have to see them. So I mean, I don't mind the new music. I just feel like there needs to be a, a, a balance. 
Yeah, it's no it. balance. It's just too yeah, much trappy yeah, music. Yeah, even in R and B, it's too yeah. much trappy. But we in the streaming areas era, era. Right. So it's like there is room for you. Like if you mm-hmm. are good at what you do, you will build a following. And I don't believe that like lyricism, lyricism is dead. No, I because don't like that the either. top, I would name the top. I guess five out right here, right now. They're all lyricists to me. The Lil Uzis, they make cool whatever music, but when you yeah. talk about who's, who's, when you talk about Drake, the Kendricks, the Chances, the, the Coles, Coles, the Crits, the, right. you don't, it's a long way down before you get to, oh yeah, have you heard Uzi's record? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a fact though, bro. I really, like, that's so true. Oh my God. So let me ask you this. Do you feel like you should stay independent or assign to someone like a Kanye West of good music? Because a lot of people feel that Kanye West holds back his artists because it's all about him. I feel like sometimes only only Rick Ross. Rick Ross to me is one of the guys that really put his artists up where they need to be. But a lot of these labels don't. But Rick Ross, he really do. (laughs) So how did would you sign to someone like a Ross or someone like a Kanye West or would you stay independent like Chance even though Chance quote unquote is independent but to me technically he's not but that's a whole nother story. Nah, nah, he got a streaming deal. But but I wouldn't sign a Kanye. But no, there's no way, no how. Like not good music, no, because they don't. They have a. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's solely Kanye is the reason for it. But they have. When you, when you see with Tiana Taylor, when you see with Saha, when you see, right. um, even with Big Sean and his rollout, sometimes like Baby it, it's yeah, it's not what it's supposed it's to be. Mm-hmm. Ross, um, I think we credit Ross for the success of Meek. With Meek, already kind of had his platform before he got to Ross. Meek, mm. I think Ross changed Meek. Meek. Okay. I think he got me to cut his hair. I think he made him more presentable. Same he made with Wa- him more marketable. Yeah, same with Wale. Wale kind of had his following too. But but he but, made but MMG still took. But him there's to a the lot head. of plays. Like I'm a big fan of Gunplay. Okay. You know what I mean? And he ain't really done much with Gunplay. There's the other members of Triple C's. Right. Uh, Mass. What was it? Mass Pike Miles that was on there? The yeah, singer that was the, on yeah. there. It he was a singer ball too, right? Yeah, that's. I think that was yeah, Mass, Mass Pike. Pike. Yeah. Uh, he dropped the yeah. Marion just recently. So it's like there are a lot of. I think he gets too much credit. Too much credit. He is good at what he does, and I think he does make sure that his people can eat. But there's a lot of projects that came through there that it wasn't like Stally. Like Stally. Like Stally. And yeah. he's doing his own thing. He was just yeah. on Beats One this past week. We got a new so, single out. So I think you should stay independent. If and like, mm-hmm. I think it's got to be the right. It's got to be the right situation. And right okay. now, really, the only labels. Mm-hmm. I mean, Atlantic signing reality stars. Yeah, uh, but Cardi B doing her thing. Yeah, I yeah, no, no, yeah. I don't, I don't knock her, but that's where their lane is right now. Yeah, it's, like, it's a pop, it's the popularity thing. Yeah, um, not talent. Yeah, and Def right. Jam got they got people sitting on the shelves for for eons. Yeah, ever. I think TDE has a nice setup. Oh I yeah, think, yeah. I think the way TDE does yeah, their rollouts, Knife Wonder, yep. Rhapsody, yeah, and all of them. So they're yeah, situated. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, bro, I want you to freestyle, bro. So we're gonna get a beat on. And you're going to do your thing. And, man, I really appreciate you coming, man. Also, one last question. You from VA, and that is not so much, quote, unquote, a hip-hop cornerstone. Do you feel like you have to leave VA or move out a different way to become successful? Not in this era. I think you would have had to 10 years ago. But okay. I, I think if you make the right moves, like just taking a drive up here, you know what I mean? Like yeah. people get to know you. I can still stay in Virginia as long as I'm traveling. Absolutely. You know I mean? yeah. Okay. I can respect that. Yep, yep. So give your shout outs, bro. VA, do your thing. We about to get this beat on. Man, let this man do his thing, man. You got All any right. shout outs? 
Uh, nah, not really, man. Just follow me, uh, NU, number three, R-A-N-E-S-S. That's on Instagram. Uh, that's on Twitter. Uh, that's on Facebook. Everywhere, man. I appreciate it. No doubt. I appreciate you coming on this podcast. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. This is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, episode 14. This will be available on iTunes, Google Play, DJ Buggy215, on SoundCloud, November 7th, Tuesday. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you keep them subscribers coming, man. Keep it hip hop. Peace.